again attention deficit order season 16 episode 20 yeah all right guys um what's up we're back and we have i'm one of your hosts chris and we have i'm skip skip Come on, guys. It's another podcast. You've heard of those before. There's only 30,000. No, 300,000. No, 3 million or something. I don't know. Yeah, something stupid. Well, Gung Hei Fat Choi! <laughs> You're the pig. You're the pig. Gung Hei Fat Choi! Gung Hei Fat Choi Em. It's a year of the pig. Yeah. Um, we're doing this on the Chinese New Year, guys. All the cops get free Chinese food for the year. That's true. Do they? Is that what they yeah. get? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh. Okay. Um, there we go. Check, check, check. All right, guys. And we're back. Huh. Damn it, what happened? Okay, there we go. So. Okay, so. Oh, whoops. I have the new. <laughs> what are you doing, buddy? No, no, sorry, sorry. Okay, so the new, um, the new ep- episode of Star Wars is rumored to be what? Did you just hear? Uh, amazing? Balance of the Force is the rumor. Oh, that's the subtitle? That's the rumored subtitle that is pulled Ugh. off of something somewhere. Oh, Purple not... font. Purple? That is purple. Mace Windu coming back? I don't get it. I don't know. So the Star Wars is in purple. Balance of the Force is in white. I don't know. We'll see. If that's real true, really true. If it is, I don't know about that title. Yeah, no, Balance of the Force is stupid. Balance of the Force, but I can see it with how uh, how PC everything is now. Oh, there's no good or bad. Everyone's nice. It's like everyone gets a trophy, Jedi's. <laughs> Right? It's participation Jedi ribbons. And you get a trophy. Yeah. And you get a trophy. Well, no, you you get a lightsaber regardless whether you built it or not. Right. I can't build my lightsaber. Well, I'll build it for you, Tommy. And then they build him a lightsaber, and bam, here you go. (laughs) Everyone gets a lightsaber. Yep. You get a lightsaber, and you get a lightsaber. 
Yeah, that's that's what I think is going to happen. Mm. No? Yay? I, nay? Well, no, no, no. I, I just can't decide whether this balance of the force thing is, is true or not. If it's true, I'm saying. If yeah, happens, no, I, I'm just looking at the news and this scuttlebutt and everything uh, on, on the Googles here. And it, uh, Oops, sorry about I don't that. Know, it seems like it's horseshit to me. It, it could be. This is the first time the logo would be purple. Well, right? yeah, but is that a mixture of... Red black, and red and blue, red and black, red and blue makes purple. Red and blue makes okay. So a Sith saber versus a, a you know Jedi saber, whatever. No, um, I just don't know that that. Well, and it's so easy to put stuff out there. Yeah, I and mean, just be like, bam, this is what this is, is now. It was somewhat like they say it was pulled from whatever the fuck. Right. Um, official like website, not a a website, I guess. I don't know. I don't know when they're gonna launch this thing though. Oh, May the fourth. Come on. Oh, oh, Star Wars celebration. Yeah. Okay, you're right. That's the trailer day. That's the day we'll get the first trailer. We may get a teaser before that, but we will get the first theatrical trailer on May the fourth. Now, will the tickets go on sale? Fuck no. May the fourth. No. They'll go on sale. My guess would be August. I think August. Four months beforehand. That way they can start building buzz. We've sold a bajillion dollars worth of tickets. You but that, they could put them on sale whenever and they'll still sell a bajillion dollars worth. But May the 4th, everyone's together. Bam, tickets go on sale for the new Star Wars. Everyone's like, what? You know. And every nerd has an orgasm <laughs> at the same time. And all the nerds trap there. We'll be pissed because they'll lose their seats. <laughs> Every, they're going to crash the Wi-Fi at the convention center trying to get on Fandango and <laughs> like, fucking see it. <laughs> yeah. No, I need, I need H4 now. Yeah, I need 94 tickets to uh, The Force Awakens or Balance of the Force. Yeah. yeah. It just like a bad Pilates exercise if you call it Balance of the Force. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of that subtitle if that actually ends up being it. No, I'm not either. Yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't think it is. I don't, no. I'm not a fan of it. Mm-mm. I don't think... But I am hopeful that the movie's going to be awesome. Well, I, I wished uh, Last Jedi was awesome, too. <laughs> See, I liked Last Jedi. I didn't have the same beef that you did. No, it was that that Leia part, man. Yeah, I, and that didn't bug me. Like, it did because I knew like why they did it and how they and, and you know, mm-hmm. and it was just it was ridiculous. But in the lore of Star Wars, she is a Force sensitive sister of one of the most powerful Jedi in the galaxy. So what? She's still an old bag. And who's got force powers, just doesn't maybe know how to use them except by instinct. But fly through space, she'd be frozen. No. Why? You've got, um, <clears throat> what is it? The, you've got like 30 seconds before you, you <laughs> die. She was, she was out there way before that. She flew I, out yeah. there for 30 seconds and then flew back in in like 40 seconds. Well, but all those layers of fat help protect her, too. 
Yeah, I just didn't like it. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, that part was a little bit silly, but on the whole, I enjoyed the movie. That's I did, the how did Finn get back to the lair so fast? You know what I mean? There's a bunch of stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? How did he get back to the fort? He was like 900 miles out there with those AT-ATs, right? Oh, yeah, when he crashed his little ship. And then all of a sudden he shows up. He's like, hey, guys, I just ran like uh, 10 miles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we'll forget that part. <laughs> well, it, it didn't seem like quite 10 miles, but dude, it, it was distance. That's for dude. sure. He, he would have shown up going. <laughs> Think of how fast they were going and for how long to get way the fuck out there in those ships full speed ahead. Oh, yeah. Those little clunkers. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of stuff in there. I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah. whatever. And, yeah, and for me, that didn't detract from the fun of the movie, you know? Uh, I don't know. I wanted to like it more than I did. Like I've said mm. it before, it was just... <laughs> the force didn't awaken for me. And... <laughs> it rolled back over. <laughs> the last Jedi was like... <laughs> I see what you're doing. Broom kid, fuck you. Okay? That's all I got to say about that. Uh, <laughs> that little kid. Fuck you, broom kid. That's all I have to Seriously, fuck you. He's going to show up in this one with his own lightsaber that he won in a uh, talent show. No, that his mom made him. Oh, right, right. Hey, it's me, broom kid. <laughs> it's just a broom and the handles, a lightsaber part. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's what it's gonna be. And they'll be like, "Oh, you can fit in. Everyone's accepted now. You can have sticks as lightsabers. We're all inclusive." <laughs> you know, it's gonna be such a weird. Yeah, you know, it's. I don't know. Society is shaping movies into a horrible, just like mushy nothing edgy anymore you know like the newer movies coming out like the independent ones are the ones that are nice and um edgy Mm -hmm. but when it comes to like mainstream they're getting more and more just you know they always have been but now Uh, yeah i was gonna say i mean i i used to see nudity on the big screen yeah you know what happened to nudity on the big screen they're like very rarely do you see it you know, in in horror movies too, like rated R horror movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's it's strange. Society's changing, man. Everything is changing, especially uh, movies, books, TV. They're all being slanted towards this real mushy. Hey, everything's okay. Mm, I would disagree, at least on the side of literature. There are. Uh, well, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm reading a book uh, series right now by uh, an author. Her name is uh, N.K. Jemison. Okay, how about top forty books? Top forty. Well, I mean, it really depends. It, like the top forty books that are on like the New York Times bestseller list. You get a lot of nonfiction in there, so it kind of uh, depends on the subject matter. Um, and, you know, my taste in books is not necessarily the mainstream. Um, okay, so. not books, but I'm saying more more mainstream stuff like TV, anything TV streaming. movies are becoming much more um, 
uh, geared towards everyone enjoying them. Like, look at all the streaming services. They're going to be all, like, fruity and, hey, no one hates anybody. Everyone's inclusive. If, like, no one will get beat up more than somebody else. You mean, you know, like, Netflix and Amazon and Hulu? or Everybody, the- everybody. If, like, if a woman gets punched, she punches back. There's no punching of a woman and leaving it that way. You know what I mean? There's no real violence anymore. Mm. It's always the back and forth. Like, I can fight back now. It's mm-hmm. like, no, sometimes you can't, and you get punched in the head. And people don't like that. You know, mm-hmm. what, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean... The back and forth. At least on the stuff that I've seen in, um, like, Amazon and Netflix recently. You know, I'm watching, watching season three of Man in the High Castle and stuff. Um... It definitely seems like there's still edge to things, you know? Oh, those? Like, Man in the High Castle and stuff, yeah. Um, I think it depends on what you're watching. But yes, like, definitely. definitely. A, lot of, a lot of dramas, like, you know, the grittier dramas, they're still showing the world the way it really is and not this kind of pie in the sky. Everyone's happy and healthy all the well, time. Well, even in some of the gritty dramas I'm watching, even on Netflix, like, uh, what am I watching... I don't know. <laughs> no, what did I just watch? I watched Polar. Mm. Uh, that was um, like a weird back and forth. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm totally losing uh, sight of my point, but whatever. It's just weird how every, for me, because I, I grew up in ultra-violent mm-hmm. 80s movies with women being hung on hooks, you know, and being cut up with chainsaws and stuff like that. And now it's just, hey, we can fight back. We'll never be hung up on hooks again. <laughs> There's none of that. Not just right. women beating, but just just going, you know, just violence. You know, I've seen, hopefully this movie Prodigy I'm going to see this week is violent. Uh, but they always cut away. Hopefully, And I don't want... And in the R-rated? And there's there's always there's a fine line between violence and ridiculous violence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To where it looks like somebody's stabbing a knife into a sponge and their bl- eyes and blood and their eyes and shit are popping out. That's just over like over the top ridiculous violence. You want it to look like realistic-ish. Mm-hmm. For me, that's my that's the what what's what I like. I don't like over the top. Like if it fits, fine. If it's a goofy movie, yes, you have goofy violence and rip out people's heads open and stuff. But like if it's supposed to be a real horror movie, I don't want somebody stabbing a sponge into somebody's face that's full of uh, red paint. And I've seen it multiple times in bad movies. That's fun. <clears throat> nah, sponge painting. Come on. I don't know. <laughs> Sponge painting. Hey, remember that from preschool? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Take the sponges, dip them in paint, slap that on your your uh, paper. You'd throw them at your friend's head. Yeah, that too. Go poof! Ah, yeah. It would just be sopping wet and just Mm -hmm. oh, just huck it across the room. Yeah, I remember that. I remember sponge paint. I think that's what I would do. Throw it across the room and uh, 
And now throw it at the paper. That's what I did. Okay, so what do you got before I go into... Oh. Oh, never. Okay, go, go for it. Um, <clears throat> so there is a new ridiculous item you can buy if you've got $650 lying around. It is from the Form Emporium. Uh, it's a British store. It's called a Thought Box. <laughs> Yeah. Twat box? Yeah. So for 650 bucks, you know what you get? What? A cardboard box covered in black felt that you put on top of your head. Okay. That's what a thought box is. Oh. Literally. How about you just close your fucking eyes? That, that could work. Or you go into a room and turn the lights off. Mm-hmm. And close your eyes. There you go. And turn your own room into a thought box. Is this for is this those idiots who get into those dumb tents at work? Those personal space tents? Mm, <laughs> it could be something like that. <laughs> Have you seen those personal space tent people? Like, uh, oh, you can bring your laptop in here and you sit Indian style in a personal space tent with your laptop and no one can um, invade you while you're in there. It's all uh, the rage in offices. My office doesn't have one. What the fuck? Well, these are Silicon Valley offices where mm-hmm. people are just under stress, man. My Tesla won't charge fast enough. You know? Mm-hmm. That's what that's that's I need to get into my thought box and my thinking tent. Yeah, the thing that's ridiculous to me is it's just it's fucking three hundred and fifty dollars. Six fifty. Six hundred and fifty dollars for a fucking thought box. I'd punch that guy in the head with him in it. Mm-hmm. Just kick him right in the head with him in the thought box. Or you know, bring him to the edge of a long staircase while the thought box is on his head, and just give him a little nudge. Does it have a picture with a guy in it? Yeah, I'm trying to share my screen right now. I just don't know how to do it in uh, this new Skype. Oh. Here, I'll share my screen. Here we go. Live screen sharing, guys. On what? Skype. Oh, whoops. I want that down. Whatever. Who cares? I'm going to find it. There used to be an easy option to find. Conversation. Uh, here we go. Share screen. Start. Are we going to dual share screens? What's going on? Here we go. All right. You ready to see the excitement of the... You see that? Yeah. The box oh. on her head? Holy echo. Mm. What box? It's, I can't see anything. Hold on, let me oh. see what my screen's doing. I don't know. I have no idea what you're trying to do. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> it's That's echoing. Great. Thought box. Okay, speaking of thought box, here we go. Into a thought box. We'll go. Jane's Addiction in Foo Fighters. Thought box. Here we go. Mashup. Here we go, guys.
There we go. Yeah, this is what happened. This is the uh, show before the New Year's. It was, uh... It was, uh... What's his face? It was Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl? Dave, it was Foo Fighters, and Run the Jewels opened up for the Foo Fighters, and then he brought out uh, Perry Farrell, who looked like a like a plastic face man. Oh. And... <laughs> And then he played like an hour and a half concert uh, before that. They built a stadium for him to have his concert in. Okay, and then uh, it's kind of decent. It was on satellite. And it was on, I think, God, it was on but, uh, like a bunch of streaming shit. Wow, yeah. Uh, Perry Farrell is rapidly approaching the uh, old grandma phase. <laughs> rapidly? Look at him. Yeah, no, I am. He couldn't even hit the notes. You know, that's a problem with you singing in high pitches when you're younger. Mm-hmm. And you still keep singing the same songs. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the Beach Boys. Look at Perry Farrell. He couldn't hit any of these notes. Uh, it sounded all right. You know, um, Dave Grohl is a really tight band, you know, for... Uh, Mm-hmm. For you know, just coming out of Nirvana and just blowing up, being bigger than Nirvana at this point, or just as big as Nirvana at this point. Yeah, I would say, you know, worldwide. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so he did a huge concert for tons of fucking people. I have no idea how much the fucking tickets were. It was in Detroit. It was they they did it last. They did it here when um, Metallica played. When the Super Bowl was in San Francisco, uh, or yeah, Mount or Santa Clara, quote unquote, you know they had Metallica play at Candlestick Park. They wanted uh, Metallica to play halftime over here, mm-hmm. which would have been pretty funny. But they had them play. Uh, uh, what's it called? Candlestick Park. Or Pac Bell Park or Oracle or whatever the fuck it's called now. <clears throat> but yeah, the uh, Foo Fighters are tight. I'd never seen them play before. You know, I wouldn't pay to go see the Foo Fighters. Uh, <laughs> but if it's a free concert, I'll check it out. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of Foo fans out there. <laughs> Foofies? <clears throat> Foofies? <laughs> are you a Foofy? <laughs> That's a Foo Fighter. You look like a Foofy to me, boy. Foo Fighter fan, yeah. Huge crowd. Everyone knew the lyrics. Yeah. Um, off to the side, they had dining tables, like on the yeah. sides, For like the old that. Part. Yeah, with glass around it. It's like what? Uh, it was pretty cool. For a brought out, run the jewels opened up, which was really cool. They did like 15 minutes, if that. And then they did like three, four songs. And then, uh, yeah, then uh, Foo Fighters Count played almost like two hours. Like probably hour 45. And then he brought out, I forget the fuck, who did he bring out? Oh, the, uh, the Queen's drummer, what's his name? He came out and they sang. Queen Queen's Reich. No, Queen. The band Queen. Their drummer. 
I forget his name. Yeah, uh, I know. He came out and played hmm. and sang with them. Um, what song was that? Hold on. What song? Um, what song? It was a. Uh, wasn't We Are the Champions. I forget the song. <laughs> totally blanking. Song. There's so many Queen songs. Like, which one was that? Uh, you fat bottom girls. Yeah, that's the one. No, it was a uh, bicycle. No, they came out and sang bicycle. Yeah, bicycle. Everyone bicycle. looked around, going, "Why the fuck are they playing this song?" I want to ride my bicycle. That's what you should have done. Um, they would have been confusing. What song did he sing? Damn it! Oh well. It was... I picture him singing it with his weird mustache. He looks like a pirate. <laughs> Yar. He does, the drummer of Queen. Brian yeah. May still looks like a pirate, too. Uh, yeah, uh, what was the song? I forget. Oh, well, look it up, guys. The uh, Foo Fighters concert where they were just rocking out, man, for two and a half hours. I think it was a satellite TV, a dish network TV thing. I'm pretty sure because I kept seeing that pop up. So they put it on. They built an arena just for that concert. <coughs> really? It was like all scaffolding and shit. Oh, it was like an outdoor show? Yeah, it was an outdoor show. They built a huge tent with scaffolding and it had um, layers. It had rows. It had like... You know, it wasn't just flat. It had actual oh. balconies. Oh, okay. It had two balconies. Well, I'm not surprised. <clears throat> I mean, all that shit's like collapsible now, basically. <clears throat> yeah, too bad. If a big wind hit, man, Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that's true. That's what happens. All those people collapse and die. They're mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. The uh, Foo Fighters were all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't pay to see them live. Yeah, no, that's a band I don't ever need to see unless someone wants to yeah, take me along as a date. Yeah, if someone wants to take me to, uh, to the Foo Fighters, I'll go. But yeah, other than that, I'm not going to be his monkey wrench. Yeah, there's not that uh, there's not that many of their songs that I know offhand or care to know. Oh, you know all of them, dude. I, I do, probably, if I heard them, but... Just not my jam. <clears throat> what do you mean, not your jam? It's not my jam. Dave Grohl is talented. So is the band. Just not my style. Yeah, they're very. Uh, but <clears throat> but he plays like he had that one album that he made of just he played with all of his favorite metal artists. Mm-hmm. So he made songs with all of them. I forget the name of the album. Damn it! See, that's another thing I forget. Yeah, he made a metal album with like, you know, he had uh the Queen he had Judas Priest on one song, yeah, you know. Like all those type of guys. Yeah, yeah. All the old eighties metal. Yeah. He put out a twenty minute song. Jesus. Where he played all the instruments. It's a twenty minute instrumental. I listened to it. It's pretty decent. <laughs> He's a good musician. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. And he no, plays no. a ton yeah. of instruments. Yeah, he played Satan. 
in The Pick of Destiny. Have you ever seen that movie? A long time ago. He was the drummer. He was Satan. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> he probably is, you know? What, he's Satan? Yeah, that's why he can play all those instruments so well. Dude, no, no, bro. Okay, let me rate Polar since I didn't get it last week. So I'm putting out a new, not a new rating system, but I have a new, uh, just a way of categorizing all my movies so they're not jumbled. They're more of a, uh, what's it called? So Polar, I was going to talk about it last week, I didn't. So I gave it three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes. Three to five naked snipers or fuck kills for Polar starring Mads Mikkelsen as a retired hitman, sort of a la, people are going to say the Continental or John Wick, which you haven't seen before, to where it's an organization of hitmen. Mm. They pay with certain currency. The Continental's a hotel where it's neutral ground for all hitmen. Mm-hmm. But this is more of... The hitmen retire at 50, right? Because they're not good anymore. And mm-hmm. when they retire, they get all the money, all, a lot, all their back pay that they've been putting away in this organization. Mm-hmm. So he was owed like eight, ten million dollars for his like 12, 15 years of work, right? Mm-hmm. So he was owed that and something else. And the guy didn't want to pay him. So he usually hires other hitmen to take him out so he doesn't have to pay him the eight million dollars. Right. But guess what? It doesn't work out that way. He killed his dog. Wait, sorry, wrong movie. Yeah. And uh, so he's, he beats a lot of people up. And he shoots a lot of people and kills them. Starring Mads Mikkelsen, the world's top assassin, Duncan Visla. Duncan Visla. Visla? And a former guest of the show is Junkie Jane in the movie. Uh, Lavara Yarvi. How do you pronounce her name? Lovina Yavari. Lovina Yavari, former guest of the show. She is Junkie Jane. She has a couple parts in there. You know, she's not just like, oh, in this part, and that's it. She's like throughout towards mm. like the tail end of the movie. Hmm. She's in scenes with Mads Mikkelsen. Well, there you go. So that's good. That's cool, man. So we'll have to get her back on the show. And she's also um, the counter girl in Shazam. <laughs> okay, let's see. The world's top assassin is is setting, settling into retirement when his former employer marks him as for death. It's sort of strange. And then he befriends a chick. And that that's so funny. That's so weird. I, IMDb shows a chick. Like, they're fucking on IMDb. One of the pictures. Really? Can they put that on there? It's a chick's tits. And he uh, and she's writing Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, there's a really cool part with a... Uh, um, uh, laser, uh, laser scopes. I won't give anything away, but it's trippy as shit. I get five out of five laser hands. No, three out of five laser hands. That's another rating. These pictures are reminding me of the movie now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you would like it. <clears throat> yeah, I'll probably watch it. Let's see. It's, uh, yeah, three to five naked snipers 
or fuck kills or laser laser hands. <laughs> God, they give away so much in these pictures. Am I giving away too much? No. Totally. So yeah, give polar the things. It's funny, he has a movie called Polar. And now he has another movie out now called Arctic. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> next he's in Ice Cube. <clears throat> well, next he's in North Pole. Or South Pole. Oh, or Iceland. I think it's his next movie. But yeah, uh, Arctic is one of those movies that doesn't come out anywhere. I want to see it. Oh, yeah, it's an Art House 5, uh, 900 miles west. Like, what? Where? How does that work? Okay, so, Polar Guys, if you want to check it out, it's on Netflix. Uh, I think it's worth it. I liked it. It's in Dolby Atmos. Oh, it's a Netflix movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Oh, yeah. It's right on Netflix, man. Netflix is nabbing all the good movies now. Netflix just picked up um, uh, 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 Shockingly Vile and Evil and whatever. Oh, yeah. The Ted Bundy movie. They just bought that for $9 million. So guess what's coming to Netflix? <laughs> mm, the more Ted, Ted Bundy goodness. The Ted Bundy movie starring your buddy. Uh, what's his name? Oh, isn't it? Uh, Zac Efron. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's crazy, man, right? All right, so let's talk about Apex. Apex Legends. Apex Legends, yeah. What's up? What do you like? Who are the characters? I, I forget. I don't know. Who are the characters? I, you know, it's like a, it's like a mashup of Overwatch and Titanfall. Okay, it's uh, Overwatch, Titanfall, and Black Ops. Yeah, I will say I do not like the fact that there are no mechs and no wall running or any of the other traversal stuff that you got to do in Titanfall. And I get why. I mean, you're supposed to be a fucking gladiator in arena and whatever, but. If you tell me something's in the Titanfall universe, I want giant robots. And I think they kind of missed it here. I think if they'd had a battle royale with up to 60 mechs in a fucking room at the same time, that would be amazing. Um, As it stands right now, the game's fine. It's a decent first-person shooter fucking battle royale. And... Um, it takes the familiar Titanfall weapons, puts them into a big map, and you run around and scavenge things like you would in PUBG or Fortnite. Um, One thing it does do a lot better than any of the other ones is uh, pointing out all the stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's like, why didn't ping- that, why wasn't anyone doing that before? That's a it's revelation. A, the pinging stuff. Uh, pinging everything, pointing out everything. Yeah, you can ping bad guys, uh, equipment, um, spots to go. Yeah, everything. Basically, you can set markers on anything, and it shows up for your squad of three to see. Uh, the jumping in is kind of strange. I like that. So, I, I liked it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, just like fart, uh, <clears throat> Fortnite and PUBG, um, <clears throat> you jump out of a vehicle flying over the map. 
Um, but the one, cool thing yeah. is you have a, a like a squad leader, the highest ranked person on your squad, and that jump person, master. Yeah, that person uh, <laughs> picks when you jump, where you jump, and when you jump, um, you are kind of uh, in a formation. Like the three of you jump together, unless you, as the individual player, hold down a button, which then gives you the ability to fly. Yeah. Your- Direction. So I thought that was cool because, you know, part of the, the problem, especially with noobs in um, the Battle Royale type, is they get lost on the map. And this way it's a lot easier to not. Yeah, so they also have, um, <coughs> yeah, the maps, uh, the characters are pretty cool. I do, <clears throat> I only got to play a couple matches last night. Okay. Um, but... The character that I was playing, uh, like Barracuda or some shit like that. Barracuda. Okay, hold on. The which which one was the, it? She's the chick soldier with the smoke grenade. Uh, oh, that's uh, uh God, what's her name? Barricade? Not barricade. Okay, I need to look up their names. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna do the same thing. Okay, look up their name. <laughs> it's like. Okay, so, yeah, the character I've been playing, I've been playing it actually a lot. Not a lot, but a decent amount. So the character I've been playing is um, the medic. What's her name? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting She's, there. She sounds, like, uh, she sounds like Miss Cleo. She's from the island, don't you know? But she sounds exactly like Miss Cleo. Yeah, uh, a lifeline is the character you've been playing yeah. as. Um, I've been playing as Bangalore. Yeah, Bangalore was like, hey, come on, let's de-. Yeah, the chick. Yeah, yeah. She's, got, yeah she's got some pretty cool uh, abilities. And then there, there's uh, six other characters besides the two we mentioned. Um, kind right. of a variety of I, or tanks or, you know. Well, there's one guy, he's not a tank, but when he aims, he has a, she- a shield pops up. Yeah, so anytime he aims, yeah, Jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name, Jabroni? And they... Yeah, and so I got my first win today in that game. No, there you go. With um, with two other people, I was more or less just tagging along, but I was uh, picking them up and stuff. So yeah, so we got our first win today, and we got um, I like the leaderboard thing. I actually got on the leaderboards for the uh, the team to look out for. Uh, remember? Have you seen that yet? You know what that is, right? The what? So when so when when you before you drop in, it goes um, the the apex players or whatever the fuck they say, and it shows your team, and whoever has the highest kills in that whole arena will be popped up. Oh um, yeah, they're like the leader. Yeah, I saw yeah. that once. So our team was on there, or and for me, I was on there, and there I I, I went into a game with a guy who was 153 kills. I'm like, oh, come on. Jesus Christ. If you kill that guy, you get 500 extra XP if you wipe out that team. Yeah. So I'm putting on overshields and a couple of shields. I'm, drop, I'm dropping in on top of the dropship, that thing that floats around. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have started doing that, using the shotgun, killing a lot of people. I'm actually getting kills in this game more than I have in any of the other ones. More than yeah. Black Ops, more than PUBG. I haven't played Black Ops, but I get, hey, I've get i already gotten more kills than in any match of PUBG. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's way more balanced out that way. 
uh, with the shields. I still like the melee sort of sucks. They still have to work that out a little bit. I think they should uh, make it kicks like it is with uh, Titanfall. Yeah. I I just, I want mechs. Well, that's Titanfall, though. This isn't Titanfall. That's what I'm saying. They're, well, they're putting out stuff for Titanfall. They're, they're two separate games. No, yeah. I, I realize that. Yeah, but, but if, if, if this is in the Titanfall universe, give me giant robots. So I would like to see in a future update at least one map where you have access, even if they're like mechs that are parked and respawn or whatever, and you know it's a, a battle to see who gets there first and gets in it. Oh, I'm sure they're going to do that stuff easily, yeah. But that, but they won't because it's not the same concept. Because they're not the same people. It's not. They don't run around like that, and they also don't jump. And they're not whatever the fuck those other. They're not pilots. Right. That's what it is. If in in Titanfall, I'm sure they'll do that. They'll have a mech in the middle and a bunch of pilots jumping around. But in this game, I don't think so. I think they're building it completely different. I think they're they're adding they're adding characters more or less like. Um, like Overwatch, you know? And it's going to be teams of three, maybe four to five. But I think teams is a way to go with this one. Solo, I think, is stupid because everyone's mm. powers are so diverse, they won't really mesh unless you have other pe- players to play off of. That's right. Yeah, you really you know? do need to be able to combine abilities. <clears throat> you do. You need a healer. You need somebody else who has, like, the portal chick who runs through with the portals. You know, I was, I was playing with a guy I ran through with the portals. So we were basically running through motherfuckers, too. It was like, boom, boom, boom. Oh, here's Bam wiped out that whole team. Bam wiped out this whole team. They would just be sitting there. I knocked down a bunch of people, but I never killed them. I tried to do my finishing move, which is cool. You have a bunch of different finishing moves to do to people when they die, all like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I, I went through, because you can watch the animation if you look at the characters and the menus. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I saw a bunch of them, and they do look pretty cool. The, gu- um, the gunplay is better than any of the other um, uh, uh, BR games that are out now. Yeah, Well, that's because it's based on the Titanfall engine, and, and well, yeah. Titanfall's got some of the tightest fucking gunplay in the, the business, as far as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, it is Titanfall gunplay in a Battle Royale mode with just different characters. Yeah, I mean, the weaponry is mostly the same. Um, like all the guns, uh, they have the Mozambique pistol shotgun and, you know, all the different energy shotgun. All that stuff is there. Yeah. They added in a few things like armor and helmets like you'd get in PUBG or Fortnite, you know, to boost your stats and whatnot. Well, and they have those over armors where you can buy, yeah. grab those and put those on your. You have to suck those on for a second. And, like these blue yeah, tubes. and you've got uh, the drop da- or the knockdown shields. So yeah. once you've uh, been downed by someone, you can pop one of those, or you automatically pop that shield out, and it blocks bullets and stuff. So the people have to get close. And yeah, and the medic, the, difference. the medic, when she's healing somebody, she automatically puts up a shield. Mm-hmm. And then when she's down, she can put up a shield herself and block okay. the bullets. Just little stuff like that, I think, makes it a better game and gives more people a chance to kill other people. Yeah. No, I definitely thought it was uh, pretty well done. Um, a million, just, million players first day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just grumpy about the no mechs. That's the <clears> only thing. I don't care about that because I've, I've played enough mechs with Titanfall 2. And mm-hmm. if they're going to put out Titanfall 3, I'll go over there and play it. 
Yeah. You know? No, absolutely. I'm not giving up on the Titanfall series because of this. I just think, how cool would it be to be in a match of 60 people and, you know, there's like 20 mechs running around and you're trying to avoid them while killing other players? I think that would be fun. Um, but that was my, my beef with Titanfall and Titanfall 2 is like, give me a big player count. You know, not yeah. just like. <clears throat> Not just like six people on a team or three people on a team or whatever. Give me, give me ten. It's too much. Like even with that many people from playing it, it's a clusterfuck. Even at six, because there's six mechs running around where it's only mechs, mm-hmm. it can become a clusterfuck with three mechs on one guy or four mechs on one guy. I can oh, see no. why they're limiting it, because you can just team up on one guy. Ten mechs on this guy. Ten mechs on this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You could, yeah, but if you if you limit the fire teams to three people, um, then you can only ever have three mechs on one at any given time. Um, so it, you know, again, it's just my pie in the sky idea. Like I, I just want giant robots and lots of people running around because I think that would be fun. Yeah, Titanfall suffers from bad launch release dates. That's the only problem with it. It's a it's a better game than Call of Duty. Yeah. Well, Titanfall Two certainly is. The story in Titanfall Two was great, and the, the graphic the graphics weren't that great, though. You know, what? for uh, they weren't that great. Seriously, I've seriously I played a lot of games, and this they had really bad graphics. It was a great story, great gameplay. The multiplayer looked better than the story, to me. You know, the 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 animations looked, ugh. you know, in some yeah. of those in some of those um, cutscenes and stuff. Yeah. It was pretty bad, man. I'm just like, ew. Okay. It's all about the gameplay, I guess. <laughs> With Titanfall. Yeah. yeah, they put way more time into the multiplayer in that one. That's awesome multiplayer. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm sort of liking this. Um, what's it called? Apex. I keep on calling it Apex Predators. <laughs> Apex Legends. Apex Legends. <laughs> are, you're not liking it or are you liking it? You're gonna play more. Did you team? Yeah. Up, did you team up with people that you know, or do you play with Clint? Or? No, no. By the time I got on last night, uh, no one was online anymore. So, uh, no, I played a couple matches last night with randos. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely plan on playing it a bit more just to see what I see. Um, yeah, it that, is fun. I'm not denying that. I just, you know, I got my wish list. Yeah, so. I, was, I was playing with uh, Jesus Walks a lot. A uh, couple matches. We got top three. You know, you it was the first night it was out. Uh, that's a lot of fun, though. It's a lot of fun when you're playing with people you know. Or people that at least talk and communicate. Yeah, the first match you know? I jumped into, I was with a couple guys, and they actually talked a lot. So we actually did pretty well. Yeah, see, that you point stuff out. You know, you go this way yeah. or, you know. Yeah, well, in cooperation. Hey, there's armor over here or whatever. The second match, yeah, it was two knuckleheads who just ran off in opposite directions and i was like all right yeah see i've done i've been in those matches too i'm like all right you fucks they'll break yeah. off out of formation just make Pew. yeah they just like, disappear and, we're and fucking like, dead dude <laughs> you're go- you guys are going in different directions and the circle is straight ahead and one went right and one went left what the fuck is wrong with you yeah, yeah. The, the teleport chick can um sense when people are aiming at her no that's cool which is a really i'm like that's a cool ability yeah. So yeah, that that sort of goth chick, she can sense when people are aiming at her or throwing grenades, and she'll tell the team. Um, yeah, the the medic chick will every you know whatever, 
the um yeah and that um that weird dude with the raven and the gas mask he mm-hmm. sees other people's footprints yeah so he can he'll like constantly put out a sensor thing with uh i forget who i was playing i think i was playing with jesus walks a lot and his friend was putting out a sensor thing like all the time and it would it would like sense and see if anyone was around so yeah we were doing pretty good man and uh i don't know i don't like the like just the gun people because i die so much the medic's perfect because I can throw up that thing and get um, health from it. <laughs> mm. This little floating orb that she f- hangs her out with. <clears throat> you throw it up and other teammates can run up to it and suck off of the health tube. <laughs> it's just mm. a tube that comes out of this floating robot. And it's like, come over here, man. And then she has a drop ship. And Wait, it w- Chappie's in the game? Yeah. It, it, Chappie is in the game. <laughs> that, that's totally a robot from, uh, what's it called? Titanfall. So, yeah, she has a dropship. It's a health thing that drops down. And so it will drop scopes. It'll drop health packs for other players. It'll drop um, just random stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's like her special ability. The uh, What's the other guy? And I have the hologram dude. I have him. I unlocked him. Where he throws his body out there. He throws his decoy out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy's pretty fun. Yeah. And you get in each person you rank up with. So with the medic, I'm ranked up the most, I think with like seven or eight kills, something like that. And the other players I'm not ranked up. So you have to rank up each player. Which is kind of cool because you don't have to focus or unlock on uh, stuff that you're never going to use. Yeah. So you rank up what you're good at. And I think I'm a medic. I think I'm the medic chick at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've really, again, I only played with Bangalore a bit, but I did like her. Um, you can call in like an area of effect uh, mortar strike that yeah. just saturates a huge piece of the map. And I dropped it where there were at least two or three other teams having a shootout, and I got a couple kills. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's a good thing to do. Actually, that's really smart. I should try that. Yeah, yeah. You just you wait until you find a group skirmishing it up, and you throw your fucking smoke grenade right in the middle, and that brings the brings the pain. Um, so yeah, that, that was pretty fun. And the uh, yeah, I just uh, hide around a corner, throw up my thing. I'm being um, health tube from behind while I'm shooting people while they're trying to kill me. So I have a tube in my back giving me health while I'm peeking around the corner. So this dude comes running, just shooting at him, and my health isn't going down. So I was like, hello. So that helps go. me out a lot. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I suck at this. If it's like uh, who's faster, I'll, I'll lose every time or most mm. of the time. But if they don't see me, that's when I'll point them out and shoot them. The shotgun works really well. It's so overpowered right now. Oh, yeah. The, the <laughs> auto shotgun? Uh, the semi-auto where you have to like cock it to the side. You're like, yeah, yeah I killed a one person with that in two shots. Wow. So I dropped him and then shot him. He's down. Like, fuck. I'm like, okay. It shoots really slow, though. But I got mm-hmm. killed immediately from his partner. That's when we dropped down on that big uh, f- thing that's floating around. Mm-hmm. The supply ship or whatever. Yeah. That thing is crazy. That thing gets hairy now. Everyone jumps on it. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm reading here. That's uh, one of IGN's <laughs> top strategies. <laughs> it's like, go where everyone is and get murdered. Why are they telling people to do that? Because when the first night, no one was doing it. Yeah, because they've got to fucking have a wiki on how to fucking beat the game so people go to their website. 
It was tough to. It's sort of tough to jump onto it, and I've missed it once or twice. No, oh, yeah. But yeah, if you jump onto it, you're like, bam, guns, 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 and there's no drop, whatever. I don't know if you can attach a zip line to it and zip line down if you have that robot guy. Mm, I haven't used the robot guy yet. He's like zip line man. So you have yeah, a robot so guy, boom, and you'll zip line all halfway up the map with that guy. Mm-hmm. And I like those zip line balloons. Have you used those? No. No, again, I didn't. Okay, so there's like there are balloons outside the map. Mm-hmm. And so like, hey, say the circle's closing. You mm-hmm. run to one of those. It throws you like 100, 100 feet in the air or whatever, and you jet off of it so you can fly towards the circle and land. Inside of it, so those red balloons. Yeah, I got caught outside the circle uh, in the first match I played, and we made it. You know, I didn't die or anything, but um, okay. So that's interesting. Yeah, look for those. That's another revelation. The red balloons. Yeah, those those red balloons. You attach it. You run up to and press X. You'll fly hella far up, and make sure you're going the right way because I went the wrong way and had to go back (laughs) up again. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I'm flying the wrong way. I'm like, oh my god, this ring's closing. So I had to run back real quick and like and then fly through this canyon and we got into the ring like boom. Really fast. So yeah, th- that's a really good idea that no one else has ever thought of. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun that way. You you last longer, you're not just gonna die like you are in PUBG. And it tells you like the levels instead of, oh, it's the ring's closing. It's level one, level two. Yeah, what I particularly liked is you can pick up your buddy's uh, like gamer card. Yeah, respawn the them. Box and you respawn them. Yeah, if yes. you find respawn things. So yeah, there's a there's a few things in it that really um, kind of change the the game when it comes to battle royale, as far as I'm aware. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a fun game. For I think, sure. Yeah, play it more. You'll you'll like it. I think I think you'll like it. Especially if you play with a team that you know. And yeah, I think that's the thing. I need to play with, with buddies instead of randos because you never know what you're going to get. <clears throat> yeah, there's so many people playing. And it sucks it's only three people. I don't know that I'm sad about that. But no, no, I'm just saying as far as because if you want to party up with people. Oh, uh, yeah. Like I was playing and I was in a party of eight people. Like Imes was in there. Um, fuck who else? Fuck who else was in there? Like tons of people. Eight people were in there, and uh, we're all playing different games. <laughs> no, yeah, it was Imes, Gunny Chief, Jesus walks a lot. Me. Um, fuck, I forget the other three. That was the only four that popped up immediately in my side screen thing. But yeah, it was uh, it was sort of confusing. So you just go to a private, you just go to game chat, mm-hmm. you know, and you can, uh, you know, just switch up players. Go, hey, you want to play in this game? Okay, blah, blah, blah. Switch up. That's what you have to do. Go, hey, this guy's sucking. Play over here. Yeah. So. <laughs> Got to kick him. Yeah. It's calling for peace in the carnival and love. My- and also all the youth, the young generation of today, I am begging them. And I'm preaching to them. And I'm selling my record. I'm selling clothes. I'm selling cloth to help the young generation of England today. Black, white, pink, blue, you name it. And all you millions out there, come down and have a nice time. The carnival is nice. They're squeezing everybody up, but we're having a great time here. 
Them ear holes, yeah. Let's go crazy. Yeah. Oh. Right, it's where... kind of a deep track, though, man. No one listens to the Sandinistas album. Uh, no, please. They always listen to Best of the Clash. Yeah. Or like maybe London Calling. No, oh, yeah, London Calling and Best of. Yeah, but folks, come on, go get Combat Rock, go get Sandinistas. There's a whole bunch of good Clash music that you've never heard before because you don't know yeah. it exists. Combat Rock was like my first Clash album. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then I got London Calling shortly after that, but uh, yeah, 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 definitely Combat Rock. Combat Rock. So you want to go crazy? I do, Chris. Um, oh, I think I might buy my own 3D glasses. That might be something cool. Would that be a good investment? You're going to buy your own 3D glasses? Yeah. To what end? Just have them. Just when I go to the movies, I have my own. Oh. I see. Well, but are they all the same, or do you yeah. have to get different glasses for different theaters? Well, speaking of, because right now they have... Like this mon- Monday, okay? Because we're not we're on podcast. We're gonna podcast Wednesday next week mm-hmm. because I'm going to Alita Battle Angel on f- Monday, the 11th. So they're gonna have an early screening of this movie in Dolby, the the cinema that I go to, you know, across the bay. But this time it's their first 3D showing of it. So it's mm-hmm. gonna be Dolby um, Prime, AMC Prime 3D. That's what it's gonna be. For the, I may think the second time I think they've done it, depending. Hmm. So it should be interesting. Hopefully, hopefully the movie's good. I hear it's good, but I don't want to hear anything else. So yeah, I'm gonna see that Monday, and then I'm gonna go to the Icon with M, and see it in 3D there at their biggest screen on Tuesday, <laughs> and then. And then I think Thursday we'll see Happy Death Day 2 and then blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Uh, that's just how I just got my Cold Pursuit tickets. Guys, so be ready for that. Liam Neeson's not doing too well right now, but hey, <laughs> I got your back, Liam. <laughs> I, have, I have a very specific set of skills. I beat niggers. <laughs> yeah, I have a very specific set of skills. That is a very uh, surprising thing. I beat niggers that rape my friends. That's right. No, it wasn't even the people that that Oh, no, no, that's wrong. Any any black dude he saw, he wanted to murder. I'm going to murder you black dudes that see me song or that raped me friend. I got a specific set of skills. 
<laughs> I walk out of, I hang out at the side of bars waiting for black men to start shit with me. You want some of this? I'm Liam Neeson. I'm from Taken. And what's the other one he's from? Uh. You want some of this? I mean, there was the gray, right? The one with all the wolves? Oh, yeah, the gray. The gray. I survived a plane crash. You goddamn bastard. <laughs> Are you black? Are you? No, no, I'm Octoroon. Ah, you're close enough. Get the fuck over here. You raped my friend. <laughs> like, no, I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> Is that what he did? What's what's the deal now? <laughs> no, you're you're right on the money. You want somebody to see a black man? I'll still go see his movies. Come on. It was ten years ago. He admitted to it. He didn't go beating up black people. He was tempted to do it, right? Yeah. Can you admit to being tempted? I guess not. Jesus, no, no, Jesus Christ! Dude, you all the time. You can't be like, hey. I want to beat this black man's ass. Like, nope. You can't have that thought go through your mind. Well, you can. You just can't admit it. No, exactly. <laughs> but it wasn't... I, I don't know, man. I didn't hear... What's his quote? Arr, I'll beat your ass, you black bastard. I'll kill ya. Are you black? No, I'm not black, man. You look black. I see your jerry curls right under your beanie there. <laughs> so Liam Neeson's Cold Pursuit red carpet premiere was canceled. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cold Pursuit canceled. What? There are too many blacks at Cold Pursuit that I wanted to beat up. All the, they're all on the red carpet. All the red carpet blacks. I wanted to punch them right in their black faces. Punch their black noses. Liam punch face black Nils Nielsen. This was 40 years ago, not 10 years ago. 40? Jesus Christ. Yeah. So Come on, how old was he in 40 years ago? Uh, he would have been like 87. <laughs> no, 100. Yeah. So, so uh, this is what Liam Neeson said. I remember an incident nearly 40 years ago where a very dear friend of mine was brutally raped and I was out of the country. When I came back, she told me about this. Okay, hold she, on, hold on. Let's see this quote. She handled the situation with herself and the rapist incredibly bravely. I have to say that. But I had never felt this feeling before, which was a primal urge to lash out. I asked her, did you know the person? No, his race. Did you know She said his he was race. a black the actor said he then trolled black areas in the city looking to be set upon so he could unleash physical Where are you? You goddamn blacks. Was he black? Was he? I'm going to the black areas. No, Liam, don't. I'm going to the black areas to beat up a black. Come on, Liam. Take it easy. You're going to be taken later. You're going to be super popular. I don't care. I'm beating up blackies all night long. He's just beating the shit out of all. He's like, hey, what the fuck, motherfucker? Shut up, black man. Right? That's and scene. 
Sounds about right. Liam Punchface Black Nielsen. Uh, I'll still go see Cold Pursuit. I just bought two tickets. <laughs> Come on. You can't scare me. And because it's a revenge film, and they asked him, have you ever wanted to have revenge on somebody? Right? And he answered, like, what you just read. Mm-hmm. And people are freaking out. <laughs> oh, well, there goes this red carpet premiere. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what did I say? I just wanted to beat blacks. Mm-hmm. I'm, trying, I'm trying to work on my Liam Nielsen. What? What did I say? I'm, he's Irish, right? Scottish? Scottish. I'm just trying to beat blacks. Beating those blacks, man. That's the that's a no-no nowadays, dude. You can't beat people up from 40 years ago. No, no, he is from Northern Ireland. Arr, Irish Spring. <laughs> Irish Spring. It's me, Liam Nielsen, for Irish Spring. Do you like to beat up blacks like I do? Where? After I beat up a bunch of blacks in the black neighborhood, I like to wash me body with Irish Spring. It washes the black right off of ya. Later, black, when you use Irish Spring. After you beat up a black, use the soap bar that doesn't lack Irish Spring. <laughs> and scene. Was that good enough? Yeah, Liam, you're going to do great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, when you beat up a black and leave the scene, go home and wash up with Irish Spring. No. Yes. I'm sure you beat up a couple blacks, right? Probably. Soccer hooligan kind of shit. Watch. Uh, Saturday Night Live's going to already steal my skit and do it. But I've, I've already done it. So, yeah, beat up blacks with Irish Spring. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's fine. He didn't beat... Mar, Marky Mark Wahlberg beat the shit out of somebody, too. Why aren't they, yeah, you know... Korean, wh- they're Vietnamese guys. Yeah, wh- why aren't they jumping on his ass? You know, it's so pick or choose. It's ridiculous, yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. There's nothing behind it other than... You know, social media just learning about it now and jumping on it. Mm-hmm. You know, if Marky Mark has a movie coming out, maybe they tried to bring it up when 22 Miles came out or whatever the fuck. You know, I don't know. But yeah, th- there's it's so pick and choose. Oh, Liam Neeson has a movie coming out? Okay, let's just bombard him. Let's look at his past. Okay, this is what he said. And then he brought his own past up, actually, right? So you screwed your own pooch. Mm, yeah, Nameless, and yeah, he's like no one had to look for it because you brought it up, and then they looked it up. Or no, they didn't have to. He just said it. There's nothing like oh, Liam Neeson was seen 40 years ago in the newspaper walking around with a pipe in his hand, and they interviewed <laughs> him. What are you doing? I'm looking for blacks to beat with me pipe. You know my shillelagh. Mm-hmm. I got my shillelagh out, and I'm like, where are the blacks? You know, you don't see him on the news shaking a shillelagh, you know, wanting to rape blacks. It's ridiculous. You know, and just because he said it, now they're going, oh. I would be like, oh, whoops, sorry. His publicist is probably like, what the fuck, man? I was a little drunk. Of Irish whiskey. 
when I said that. <laughs> Everything's Irish with them. Yeah, so I don't know, man. What do you think? Do you think he just fucked up and was drunk? And they're just like, oh. I I honestly think Liam Neeson's popular enough as a blow over pretty quickly. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because yeah. A nothing happened. Uh, B, people have a short attention span. All it takes is one scandal and he'll be in the clear. Oh, yeah. It takes is like, uh, yeah, one big thing to happen. People like, oh. And then they'll be like, Liam Nielsen's press set that up so we wouldn't think about his uh, right. beating blacks. Yeah, That's... I mean, Mel Gibson, all, all he has to do is go on a race his tirade again and, and Liam Neeson's in the clear. Oh, speaking of which... Here we go. We need to watch the Hobbs and Shaw trailer. Have you seen that? Trailer? What the fuck am I, Tweety Bird? Okay. Ooh. No, I haven't. Okay, you need to watch this. I'm not going to say anything. I just want you to see it. Okay, don't look. Don't look now. Okay. I'll make sure this is the real one. Yeah, this is it. Here we go. Dealing with the future of the planet. Can you see it? I'm the necessary shock to the system. I am human evolutionary change. Bulletproof. Superhuman. <laughs> Bad guy. Yeah, I can't see anything. You can't? <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Human. Okay, it's too small? Is the, the screen too small? No, you haven't shared your screen with me yet. What? That's what's going on. Yeah, I did. Okay. I, I see your face, Chris. No no screen. Okay, here we go. Jesus, I'm watching it with another. Okay, there we go. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with the future of the planet. Now can you see? Yeah. I'm the necessary shock to the system. I am human evolutionary change. Bulletproof. Superhuman. Who the hell are you? Bad guy. The mission has been compromised. What? We need help. Now he's smashing steel doors, not wood doors. Yeah, I know exactly. Our target's name is Brixton. He's a ghost. We're gonna okay, wait, real quick, real quick. People were complaining that um, uh, Jafem Statham was drinking a beer because you can't do that in commercials. So people complained about that. Okay, the best trackers in the business. Luke Hobbs. I'm what you call an ice cold can of whoop ass. Career <laughs> lawman always gets his guy. We're gonna need to operate outside the system. Deckard Shaw. I'm what you might call a champagne problem. I'm what you want might call a champagne problem. Six agent doesn't play well without. I'm what you might call a champagne problem. Others. If we stand a chance against Brixton, you guys have to work together. No way. This guy's a real ass. <laughs> <laughs> job requires stealth. 
I'm trying to save the world, which, for the record, will be my fourth time. Dude. Because I'm really good at it. You have no idea <laughs> what we're dealing with. Bionic. Bionic. Uh, what's Lufa? Yeah. Hobbs. Smash sure. doors. Hobbs. Dude, he's smashing doors with the rock. That's what he's doing. Look at this. Full flips. This is Crackdown 3, guys. <laughs> yeah, loot yeah. Look at these guys. Look at this. Bionics. He's jumping out windows. Dude, running down the side of a building. <laughs> Ugh. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I so Fast and the Furious is just getting even well, no, more this stupid. Is, well, this is Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs right. and Shaw. So it's characters it's, from Fast <clears throat> and Furious. Mm -hmm. I get it. But all they're doing is now making it like sci-fi. Yeah, they're making it even more awesome. Comes out August 2nd, dude. I'm right there. IMAX. Bam. They'll call it Rock Max. Or Shaw Max. So you can see his pecs 100 fucking feet high. Oh, yeah. Come on! It's going to be him. <laughs> Look at my steroid track, Mark. Oh, yeah. It's going to be uh, him and uh, yeah, Jay from Statham. And uh, Idris Elba, dude, come on. Those three, that's going to be awesome. No, I might watch this. I, <laughs> dude, you know. it's, it's totally worth it. So over the top. Come on, The Rock's insane. Uh, Idris Elba's a bionic man. Come on. Yeah, I'm bad guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can beat up that black bionic man. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson jumps what, in. What, Liam? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I got my wooden shillelagh right here, you black man bionic. Right. <laughs> That's what he's gonna do. He should be the yeah. He should be like the third character that jumps in. He just comes in out of nowhere. <laughs> yep. I got you, God you damn raped it, my friend. Yep. You're the one who raped my friend bionically. You bionic <laughs> bastard. Some weird Tetsuo Iron Man shit. Oh yeah. That's what it'll be like Fist of the North Star shit. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, next is gonna be like Fist of the North Star type shit if he starts punching like that. But yeah, they've seriously. they've done that already, sort of with um uh Matrix. Where he's like brr remember? Mm -hmm. He's like punching with the multiple punch. But uh yeah, this looks awesome, man. I'm right there. Opening night. It looks silly as shit. It looks like a great popcorn movie. I will give it that. Yep. Yeah, I already claimed it as the new Tango and Cash. Mm -hmm. You know, right? For this yeah. era. Yeah, I can kind of see that. That's what it reminded me of immediately when they came out with the first press photo. I tweeted it out. I'm like, oh, what is this? The new Tango and Cash? Yeah, they just need a fucking, uh, what is it? A 1971 fucking. Oh, what the what? hell were they driving? That red and white uh, Grant Torino. Yeah, they got the chick. They have the bad guy. 
And they have uh, the bad guy in Tango and Cash, though, was... Uh, believe it or not. So deficit pick of the week, Tango oh, and Cash. Oh, definitely, dude. Deficit pick of the week, Tango and Cash, a great movie. God, what, what was his name? The believe it or not guy. Fuck. <clears throat> He's dead. I, I don't know. Uh, All hey, I remember is Sly Stallone and fucking Swayze. Uh, not Swayze. Uh, no, but the bad guy's like, believe it or not. Hey, Google, who was the host of Ripley's Believe It or Not? TV series, a live show hosted by Robert L. Ripley, premiered on NBC. No. Whatever. You say it. Who was it? Uh, let's see. So, Kurt Russell, Terry, had Jack Palance? Jack Palance. Yes. He'd always breathe like that. Believe it or not. Well, that's because that guy smoked like fucking eight packs of cigarettes a day. <laughs> Jack Palance, dude. Jesus Christ. He was the bad guy in Tango and Cash. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. How was he a bad guy? He's just like a mastermind. He's like, oh, I'm like the mastermind. Mm. Yeah, Tango and Cash, man. Death's of Pick of the Week. That thing is insane. Oh, man. That's right up there with Hobbs and Shot. What's the other trailer I just saw? The trailers for the Super Bowl. Uh, the Avengers one was like, whatever. You know, it was like 30 seconds. They don't show much more. Uh, everyone's still going to go see it. Uh, the handicapped kids with the Xbox controller. Yeah, that's a cool commercial. Um, all the kids with missing limbs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other one? Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Dude, wow. Just insanity. That's coming out. That's an, that's, I already claimed it as the August, biggest August movie opening ever. It's going to be Hobbs and Shaw. Right. What else do you think would it, What else do you think would do it? I don't know. Okay. No, don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you got before I rate the next movie? Uh, where is the one that I wanted to talk about? Hobbs and Shaw. Give me one sec here. Oh, uh, <clears throat> well, this is something you don't see every day. So uh, a woman named Dovey Nichols has been charged with indecent exposure in uh, Austin, Texas. Uh, Apparently, and let me just read this because the way it's written is hysterical and made me laugh. Um, Police reported to JW Marriott in downtown Austin. Um, An employee there said that Nichols had been spotted at the hotel building's street-level patio earlier that day. Um, The employee told police that he saw her holding a silver object to her genitals with her legs straight up in the air, spread open, and that he could hear Nichols making moaning noises. Mm. The employee told police she yelled at him to get back when he tried to approach her. She continued masturbating on the patio of the Marriott for about (laughs) seven or eight minutes before heading across the street to the second bar. Apparently, she needed a second nut because at the second bar, she sat down outside no pants on and proceeded to masturbate until the police showed up. 
when they arrested her, she started jerking it in the backseat of the patrol vehicle. Oh my! They didn't arrest her the right way, or what, what the fuck? She's sitting on her hands. Just, she didn't have any pants. Oh, she she's she's sitting on her. Oh, she's just rubbing her shit against everything. But she, apparently she had a fucking vibrator because she had a silver object that she was uh, cramming in the old coochie, and then uh, you know she was uh, she's dry humping the police car in the back. No, well, no, I, she's got fingers. I'm sure she. But if she's out arrested, where, right? I usually your hands get cuffed behind you, but you know maybe she's a little flexible. Uh, I'd be weird. Uh. Yeah, well, apparently she is. She was, uh, she was jerking it. Yeah, that's. They must have cuffed her in the front. Mm-hmm. Could be. They're like, well, we we'll, we'll get a free show. We'll just get to keep watching. Yeah, weird. See, I don't know. Oof. <coughs> they should have uh, chased her. <laughs> Turn her dildo into a vibrator. Yep. Or if it was a vibrator, just short out her vibrator. They both should have double tased her. One tit each. Bam. That could be. I'll double taser. <laughs> really, really, Liam? Okay, here we go. Velvet Buzzsaw. Velvet Buzzsaw. Oh, I forgot to look it up here. Let's see. Velvet Buzzsaw is about art. Uh, and how... Oh, man. Uh, oh, there it is. Velvet... Velveta. Okay. It's about art and how basically it doesn't own you. Or art can own you, literally, in this art horror movie from the director of Nightcrawler starring Jake Gyllenhaal and uh god what's her name Colette no Jake Gyllenhaal and okay I need to look it up have you heard of it it's this is also on um Netflix Mm-mm. No, I can't say that I have. So this is after a series of... Oh, say, it's starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Renee Russo. That was the name. Tony Collette. Those are the men. Uh, Dave Diggs. John Malkovich. So, after a series of paintings from an unknown artist are discovered, a supernatural force interacts and re- enacts revenge on those who are allowed to greet... To allow their greed to get in the way of the art. So, buzzsaw. Buzzsaw. It was all right. You know. It was like there was an orb that cut off somebody's arm. There's uh, robots that kill people. There's, I don't know. I knew what they were trying to go for. It's like, oh, don't sell your art or your art will sell you. Or I don't know. I don't know. It's from the yeah the director. It's written by Dan Gilroy, too. Oof. So he wrote uh, Nightcrawler, 
Roman J is real. Two for the money. The Born Legacy. Uh, I don't know. If you like weird, trippy art movies with Jake Gyllenhaal, if you like Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor, it's him being weird again with glasses. You know, put glasses on Jake Gyllenhaal and he's automatically weird, right? Like, hey, (laughs) I'm weird now. I got glasses. (laughs) What? Same with, like, Nightcrawler. I got glasses now. I'm weird. Mm -hmm. You know, anything where he has glasses. Like, um... What was the other movie uh, with the eating those big pigs? What? Uh, the Netflix movie where he ate the big pigs, remember? Uh, wait, uh, the Korean movie? Yeah, he was the uh, he was the veterinarian in that movie. Damn it! Uh, it started with an O. Or, or Oksha. That's so it. Oksha. When he was in Oakjaw, or he had a weird hat, but I don't know. This is just him, like, hey, I'm a popular actor. I make enough money. And then he now he's going to be Mysterio, which I think is going to be one of his worst roles. He might, I don't know, from watching him do special effects. I'm just not used to him doing a special effects in a movie. Right. I mean, he typically does, like, thrillers and dramas and stuff like that. Yeah, he does weird shit. You know, we don't normally see him with, like, heavy special effects written movies. I'm trying to think of a heavy special effects movie. Well, he did do The Day After Tomorrow. But, you know. Yeah, but that that's was, still kind of a thriller. And that was him as a kid. You know, and, he was still and, running around. He was, like, second, like, his starring role movies. He was starring second to Dennis Quaid. He was his son in that movie. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, I saw it once years ago, but I do remember that. Um yeah, no, I think um, it will be interesting to see him play a superhero or a villain, whatever. Joining the, you know, superhero movie line. Yeah, and Dennis we'll Quaid. Happens. Dennis Quaid's son. But I don't know. This movie. Let's see. What did I rate this movie? Velvet Buzzsaw. Four to five eye holes, four to five ear holes, two out of five killer pieces of art. Bam. Come on. Killer from outer space. What? Oh, I said uh, killer art from outer space. No, I'm just killer art and just weird music. It's like. Whoa, I like your art piece. Yeah. The best part in the movie. It's like a, uh, it's like a, just a jab at everything. He walks into this guy's art gallery, right? Mm-hmm. And he looks at these two big trash bags like, wow, this is amazing. He's like, that's not art. Mm-hmm. And he has, <laughs> and he has him walk. <laughs> he walks right it's up to it. It's art if I say it is. That's what I'm saying. He walks right up to it. And he's like, this is amazing. He's like, that's not art. He's like walking down to show him his art piece. It was just bad trash bags in the middle of this floor of this huge warehouse. So See, like, at that huh. point, don't you just take credit for it? Why, thank you. This is a, a, a study on the throwaway culture of America due to capitalism. Yeah. It was you know, more, pick up some bullshit, pull it out of your ass real quick. It was more of a nod of 
just everybody claiming what art is and what isn't art. That's mm-hmm. all it was. No, yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I especially get it. in entertainment now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was just a nod at all of that bullshit. I thought it was clever and funny with just like one little word or one little phrase. So other than that, the movie's like, hmm. I had to watch it in two sittings. I fell asleep the first time. Mm-hmm. I ate some mm-hmm. edibles. Mm-hmm. Fell asleep. So it was sort of trippy when you're starting to fall asleep watching a movie. You know, so then I rewound it and started it over and watched it. So it's trippy. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch something trippy, it's trippy, man. It's not not trippy. But it's also very pretentious, which in the, it's supposed to be. So yeah. That's Velvet Buzzsaw, guys. <laughs> and I went and saw Stan and Ollie, which was all right. It wasn't that great. Oh, that's too bad. It was, uh, it was just him sweating. Hey, my heart's failing. I'm sweating. Uh, <laughs> which is accurate. Uh, yeah, I gave that uh, two out of five ear holes, two out of five eye holes, and two out of five mallets to the head. Those guys don't know what the fuck, man. They beat the shit out of each other. But it was cool. Like, you learned, like, towards the end when they broke up. Uh, he died in, like, 57, the heavier one. And he just couldn't do the uh, uh, singing and dancing anymore. But the guy, uh, Ollie, Stan. Stan was the heavy one. Ollie was... Wait. No. Stan Laurel was the skinny one. Oliver Hardy was the heavy one. <clears throat> yeah, so Laurel was the one who wrote their skits. Yeah. So he kept writing skits while they were still even broken up. So he has hundreds of stuff written for years. He just kept writing because he had so many ideas for them to do. Yeah, he was the brains behind their duo. Yeah, and he would tell them, like, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. You know, some of the stuff was pretty funny. But all they were doing was just dancing. And people were like, oh! So fun with his little Hitler mustache. You know, he's just like... <laughs> Which was, it was right before, it showed them right, right before, they were huge, right before World War II. Exactly, yeah, when all the short, like the, the Three Stooges and. But it, yeah, and it showed them, that was the beginning of the movie, it showed them at their peak, and Mm -hmm. then showed them 20 years after that, where they were sort of like coming down, people knew who they were, but they're like, eh. Mm -hmm. He was fat and sweaty. Uh, heart failure, but yeah, it was funny. That's the funny stuff. Um, John C. Riley was good. I think some of his best acting, definitely, that he's done. Yeah, I'm sure it was interesting. I mean, I grew up watching Three Stooges and Laurel and Hardy and uh, the Marx Brothers and stuff like that. So I did, this is definitely a movie I'm interested in seeing. Yeah, check it out. It's it has a lot of cool stuff in it. Yeah, especially because it's not like a re-envisioning like they did with that Three Stooges movie not too long ago. No, this you know, is like more... You know, like brought the Stooges into the current era kind of bullshit. Yeah, this is more of a, like a real life, like, hey, this is what's going on with these guys. This is when they die. This is how they lived. Blah, blah, blah. So it was a little too long, but, you know, it was good. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. I got up before the credits. I was standing in the aisle. I'm like, all right. Okay, it's over. Uh, whoa, watch out. Vape cloud, bro. You see that guy who blew up with a vape pen and cut his neck open? So let's see. Uh, read about it. 
You better watch out with those vape pens, man. They're going to blow up in your face. Yeah, they usually blow up when you build your own. Um, I buy little kits that oh. they're all, all the electrical is uh, kind of geared to work towards or work together, that kind of thing. So, vape um, face. But you, can buy, you can buy separate components. You can buy like the little tank that you put your juice in and the the heater element and all that stuff uh those can be purchased separately and if you get things that you know where the ohms and the amps and the watts all don't match um yeah you can cause overheating which causes the lithium ion battery to explode vape phase okay so next before (laughs) don't blow your face up guys yeah okay next before we go russian doll now, have you seen this, heard of this at all? Heard of it. Okay, so it is on Netflix. It's pretty trippy, man. I'm like five episodes in. And it's trippy. It's basically, it's Run Lola Run meets uh, Happy Death Day meets Groundhog's Day. So I had three, all those three together. Mm-hmm. So it's basically somebody who keeps dying and popping back up. So it's her birthday <clears> party. <throat> um, she dies in the in the beginning. It's just a normal, you know, whatever sitcom. Blah blah blah. She dies. Bam, pops right back up in the uh, party again. You're like, okay, cool. And it just repeats over and over again, and you find out why and what's going on. It's interesting. It's weird for a. Uh, I think it's a Netflix original. Uh, I think it is. Is this a Netflix original? Russian Doll? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I know it's a graphic novel. Is it, about, is it about that? To my knowledge, yeah. Okay, so it's based on a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that makes more sense then. The way it's written. Let's see, dude. Leslie Hound and two others. Oh, wait. Maybe it's not. No, this is There, is a, this is, there is a graphic novel called Russian Doll. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's been used but, everywhere. Let's see. This, the, the, the summary I'm reading, it's not based on that graphic novel. So This is a, a cynical young woman in New York keeps dying and returning to the party that's been throwing in her honor on the same evening. She tries to find a way out of the strange time loop. Russian doll. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's a cool little movie. It's a cool little show. It's on Netflix. I'm almost done with it. What do I rate that? Russian doll, guys. If you want to see a cool movie with Russian dolls, check it out. Uh, hold on, hold on. Do we got... I'm looking for uh, my Prodigy tickets at the Icon, but they're not there yet. <laughs> Uh, I'm a fire starter. Uh, the prodigy. I don't think he's gonna be there. That's mm. a bummer. I've already bought him for the uh, other uh, other theaters, but whatever. So yeah, Russian Doll, guys. Check it out if you want to see a trippy little show starring. I didn't even give who starred it. God damn it. Hold on, hold on, I'll look it up. Okay, there, Russian Doll, starring the chick from Beverly Hills. 
movie. Natasha Leone. That's the only one I know that's in it. And Jeremy Bob are the only two I recognize. And Jeremy yeah. Bob. Jeremy Bob. Hey guys, I'm Jeremy Bob here. Uh, coming yeah, at you. Like a shitty morning host on a radio station. It's me, Jeremy Bob. Come on, Jeremy Bob. You know what's going on, Jeremy Bob. Let's do this, Jeremy Bob. You got that one, Jeremy Bob? Let's Jeremy Bob it, Jeremy Bob. Jeremy Bob. Come on, Jeremy Bob. So let's see. Yeah, that. What? What'd you say? Oh, no. I just recognize Jeremy Bob. So I give it. When I see his picture. Two to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and three to five Coke smokes. Coke. Coke smoke? Coke smokes. Uh, cocaine rolled up in a joint, a Coke smoke. Also, um, they have, uh, okay, Hannah, first episode, watch that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That popped up on our little uh, Twitter thread there with every other podcaster in the world. Oh, based off of, uh, yeah, it's decent. It's starring, it's funny because it's starring, uh, god damn it. Look up Hannah. The guy from RoboCop. The new RoboCop. Yeah. Carl Urban? No. Uh, Isn't let's he see. RoboCop? No, Joel Kitterman. Who? Joel Kitterman. He's a, he's a famous actor. So Joel Kitterman and uh, Marielle uh, Enos. I saw her in Maui eating with her husband who is um, Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> oh, really? When Cameron was in Egypt's land, let my Cameron go. Yeah, so he was in there. I was like, oh, my God, look. And M's like, what? I'm like, that's uh, What's-Her-Face from The Killing and a bunch of other movies. God damn, she's been in a bunch of shit. She's like in World War Z. She's in Sabotage. So she's the bad guy in Hannah. And then Joel Kitterman. You know him. If you've watched fucking... Uh, that... Neurolink. Neurolink TV show. He was also uh, Rick Flagg in Suicide Squad, apparently. Yeah, he was Rick Flagg in Suicide Squad. But he's... Uh, also in that show you watch on Netflix where they take the disc out of their back of their necks. Oh, that's him? Yeah, that's him. The main guy? Oh, it is that main guy. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, fucking Stacks, what is that? That's fucking... Um, yeah, so Joel Kitterman's in Altered that. Carbon. Altered Carbon. Yeah, he's the main player in Altered Carbon. Yeah, I never knew that guy's name. Yeah, so... He had to grow on me as an actor. I didn't like him as first... When I first saw him in The Killing, starring opposite that chick, they were part. They were uh, basically partners, like cop partners in that show. Hmm. Which is funny. Now they're in this show, and they're opposite. So he basically he's the dad. He kidnapped her at a at, from a like an infant out of this lab, right? Kidnapped her, uh, and then ran off into the woods with her. Lived with has been living with her for fifteen years. And training her to kill this whole time. If you've seen the movie. Have you ever watched Hannah? 
I have not. Oh, really? It's a good movie, man. You'd like it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's starring uh, Saoirse Ronan. That's her, one of her first movies. She's Lady Turd. Mm-hmm. She was Hannah in the original, in the movie. So this is another chick. I forget her name. Emissa Creed Miles. She's good. It's Hannah. Uh, February 5th, 2000. Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's born. This is her birthday. Right? Today's the 5th. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Now you're what? 20, 20, right? 19. I mean, 19. <laughs> exactly 19. So, yeah, I guess they, as long as I got a kid for the role. Mm-hmm. So what do I give Hannah? If you want to check it out, that's on Amazon Prime. So I got three to five air holes, three to five eye holes, three to five sneak hair spars. Do you have a sneak hair spar? Mm-hmm. Sneak hair spar. Sneak hair spar. <coughs> do you have a sneak hair spar? All right, sneak hair spars. Uh, what else happened? Nothing's really happening anywhere in the world. The world's calm. Everything's normal. Uh, Yeah, I got my Alita Battle Angel tickets. That's all that matters. (laughs) Uh, For IMAX 3D, Prime 3D for the first time, and Icon. Uh, That's all that matters. Netflix uh, 2017 reported 51 billion hours of content watched on their entire platform for that year. Fuck me. In the last 12... That's ridiculous. In the last 12 months, YouTube gaming had 50 billion hours of gaming videos watched. Um, yeah, oh, here we go. This is the new generation. I'm claiming it right now. If you hear it anywhere else, this is the oversaturation generation. Too much stuff everywhere all the time. Mm-hmm. Is that a perfect name for him? I mean, it doesn't roll off the tongue, but yeah. No, it does roll off. Come on. The oversaturation generation. (laughs) When you say it like that. Uh, Yeah, the oversaturated generation. The OSG. How about that? They're the OSG. Does that sound cooler for them? I mean, that's a little more snappy. We're the OSG guys. We're the oversaturation generation. Or oversaturated generation? I don't know. I'm trying to make something rhyme. Uh, oh, the creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, Julie Adams dies, 92. Oh, I saw that, yeah. That's crazy. I didn't even know that lady was still alive, but... Um, I mean, she was involved in the first movie to film underwater, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, Ace Ventura is 25 years old. Oh, God. (laughs) Let me show you something. (laughs) He's gone. All righty, then. Okay, let's see. (laughs) Oh, did you see? That's 25 years old. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. Oh, so the Oscars will not have um, 
a a host. They've put out the list of the the people presenting. I'm not going to go over them. But yeah, they put out the list of people presenting. It's horrible. It's dumb. Shut up, Oscars. Everyone's too scared to host now. Come on. This is what's happening. I told you. We were talking about it earlier. Everyone's scared. Uh, and Xbox Microsoft Studios is now called Xbox mm. Game Studios. Yeah, I saw that. Other than that, nothing changes, though. Xbox Game 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 Studios. Stu Stu Studios. Stu Stu Studios. Those. That's what they should have had. That's what we should go out on. Sister Studio. (laughs) How do you spell Studio? T-T-O. S-T-U-D-I-O. S-T-U-D-I-O. Stu Studio. Um, Oh, what's that? How do you spell Genesis? G E N E S I S. N E S I S. Okay, there we go. Genesis compilation? What? Invisible touch? <laughs> Into deep? Dude, these are fucking sweet hits. Okay, hold on. I want to look up Stu Stu Studio. Damn it, where's the Stu Stu Studio? I don't know. Yeah, you do. Okay, well. Okay, so let's see. What else? Before we get out of here. Um, uh, yeah, the Oscars, dude. What the fuck, man? And people are complaining now the new thing. Bob Iger says Deadpool will be rated R still. Uh, mm-hmm. The Avengers runtime is still three hours. It better be, goddammit. it. Uh, let's see. We'll go out on this song. Yeah. One of my favorite uh, music videos back in the 80s. Okay. What else? Let's get out of here. Who's our friends? Uh, we got so many. Uh, no, uh, everyone over at BatSquadNetwork.com. Uh, go check them out if you're looking for some great podcast content. Um, growing up, not growing old. Uh, bold and belligerent. Big Papa podcast. The Lo-Fi Show. Ice in the Face. Painted Black podcast. The Offensive Line. Uh, Fearcast. Fifthcast. Horribly awkward, horrible gamers, and uh, here's a noise podcast. Check them all out. Here's a noise had a great interview with uh, some of the creators from um, the White Tapes. I think it is. It's on Shutter, but they're also they had hands on creating the Blair Witch Project. Oh, so cool. it's cool, man. So yeah, all right, go for it. Uh, I was just gonna uh, add Geek Dig and um... damn it, Chris, you made me forget. I'm sorry. I- Oh, Big Papa Podcast? Big oh, Papa Podcast? All right. I wish I'd stand in the first couple. Okay. All right, guys. We're out of here. Uh, bye-bye. Peter. Peter.